Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to Day 16 of Grace and Suffering. As always, along with A.J. Kelleher, layperson Lisa. And so, A.J., we are moving on to, I think you have a really uh, beautiful story called Brave Little Soul that you want to kind of give us a synopsis yeah, of. summarize a little bit. Um, yeah. This was a, a story that a friend um, saw posted on Facebook, um, and I believe the credit uh, goes to John Alessi, um, not someone I know, but the story was very appropriate because it was posted right after... Um, a family friend of theirs had um, their young daughter pass away after battling cancer for years. Um, and the story just really kind of spoke to, um, I know my friend and I think a lot of other people. It basically is about this uh, little soul that's up in heaven with God, happy little soul. And uh, one day the soul comes to God and is sad. Um, and God asks what's wrong and she says, why is there suffering in the world? And God's response to her was that it unlocks um, the love in people's hearts. He built, um, he made us with goodness and love, but a lot of times we hold that, that love inside our hearts and lock it in because we're afraid of being hurt. Um, and sometimes it takes um, suffering for us to open up our hearts and let that love out and to, um, you know, allow us to be compassionate and to, to make ourselves vulnerable. So the brave little soul got all excited um, and said, I want to go. I want to be someone who can unlock um, this love, your love, God, in the world. So God said, okay, I'm going to let you go, and um, you're going to suffer in the world, but you need to know that even though you're willing to do this, there are going to be other people that are going to suffer with you. And God told the little soul that he had already chosen people to be in her life um, to care for her during this time and to carefully um, care for her during her time of suffering so that um, she could create her miracle through that suffering. And he also told the brave little soul before she went that when you've had enough, just say the word and you'll be healed. So that's kind of the synopsis of the story. One, the thought to me that there could be souls in heaven that actually volunteer um, to come into this world to suffer so that the love that's in our hearts can be unlocked and shared with people. Um, and also the thought that um, that sh this soul during the time on earth and during that suffering was in communication with God and could say to God, okay, I've had enough, and God would heal that soul. And now healing, that, that brings a whole nother um, side of it. A lot of us think of healing as being cured um, for whatever it is that we might be enduring, um, namely an illness or some sort of malady that, that's keeping us from living our lives as fully as we'd like to here. Um, but the ultimate healing, I think, is being reunited with God. So being able to look at that healing, not necessarily as that um, earthly miracle that we so often want, um, but just the, 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 the comfort and knowledge of knowing that the person we love is now uh, reunited with God. This story reminds me of uh, the Eucharist. And we, before we receive, we say, Lord, I am not worthy that, mm -hmm. that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. And so the Lord provides us with um, his body, blood, soul, and divinity, which is extremely important, ladies, um, as we are going through any kind of trial or difficulty or suffering to know uh, that in a very intimate way, the Lord seeks to enter into us, to incorporate us into who he is uh, through the Eucharist. So, and all of the stuff we've talked about, especially with all of these emotions of suffering so forth that we've talked about, the Eucharist is that food 
for a journey, you know, especially during suffering that we need to sustain us, to keep us out of despair, um, to give us strength and courage um, to to continue on our pilgrim journey on earth. Lisa. Well, it, um, that story that you're telling, AJ, it reminds me of something I recently heard was um, when somebody um, who had like a chronic illness and was suffering, the person asked, don't you want to be healed? And the person responded, no, I just want to offer all this up. And mm -hmm. I want to be able to dedicate my suffering to God and as a prayer to other for other people. And I don't know that we've talked about offering up a whole lot so far. Maybe um, that's how yeah. things to come. <laughs> yeah. But is it upcoming later? Yes. Okay, yes. so then we won't talk about it. You'll just have to stay tuned <laughs> um, to see what's going on. Yeah, the, what you just said, Lisa, it's interesting because one of the things early on when Jeff was kind of struggling with um, the diagnosis of ALS and you know, going through that acknowledgement and owning and embracing period. Um, and, and he expressed his fear about dying with ALS, not, not dying, but the process of dying with ALS. And I just remembered, um, I told him two things, and this was two things that the Holy Spirit <laughs> put into my head to share with him, is one, that the things that had defined him all of his life, which were his physical abilities and his strength and his ability as a firefighter to help other people, that, that those are things that he did, but that wasn't who he was, mm. that he wasn't any different um, now that he was physically no, no longer able to do those things. And the second thing was, is, you know, at one point he lived for over seven years, and at one point all of the friends that we had met with ALS had, had passed away before him. And he's like, I don't understand why I'm, st why I'm still here. And I told him early on, I said, be in, be in communication with God throughout the whole time. And I, and I truly believe that you and God will figure out what this journey looks like and the timing of when um, either you're going to be healed um, because that's his plan for you, or in Jeff's particular case, <clears throat> he was the same way. He said, if they discover a cure tomorrow, I'm not sure I want it because I'm on this journey and I want to see it through. Um, of course, I told him that you know maybe seeing it through was being healed and <laughs> doing something great with that. But um, I think he was in communication with God, and I think he knew a little bit more about what God's plan for him was, um, and he was definitely embracing that. Um, yeah, anyone who could say what Jeff said had clearly, in some way, encountered the crazy radical love of Jesus, mm -hmm. because otherwise, I don't know that you make that statement. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, that, hey, if they make a cure, I guess, no, God, we've we got this thing going and we're going to keep right on going right. with it. I was going to say something, but I cannot remember what it was. I was so intent. Oh, I know what it was. Jeff, his suffering became a ministry. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And so for seven years, he lived out that ministry in very beautiful ways. And you as well. Um, it was your ministry, and it is a ministry that continues on with great purpose, even today through this podcast and the retreats and many other things that we do, and I imagine for many years and decades to come. Um, this story will continue to unfold, as you have suggested, in ways that none of us can even imagine at this particular point. Any other thoughts, ladies? All right, well, let's close in prayer. Lisa, it's your turn, I believe. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we just give you thanks and praise for just allowing us to share the message of redemptive suffering, to share the story of AJ and Jeff and what they've gone through and how they've used Jeff's and AJ's suffering for your glory 
And with may all our sufferings also bring glory to you. And we pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you next time.